So Keith and I got to know each other just uh, really over the phone, and then just this week we had lunch together at time. We were singing and figuring out uh, what we were going to talk about today. So why don't you just give us a little bit of history of who, tell us who you are. Well, I'm Keith Black. Um, I'm, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Um, Where are you from? Tell about your um, growing up. Okay. Um, well, I'm I'm currently living in Seymour. That's where I'm from, basically. Um, growing up, I was raised by a, a single mother. Um, went after high school, went into the army, um, and then when I got out, that's what led me to, I guess, the reason I'm here. Yeah. Now tell us uh, about when you were twelve. Well, um, when I was 12, I got saved, um, and I I knew that I needed, I needed, I mean, it was, it was real, and so, but as we talked about, I felt like um, through, after that, you know, I, looking back, there was, there was attacks, you know, the enemy is always attacking, and so I wasn't, you know, living for the Lord for for a lot of years, and especially anybody that's been in the military kind of knows what I'm talking about. You, um, yeah, it's thank you for your service. Oh, absolutely. Um, so then, uh, when I got out of the service. Um, I was dating a, a woman, and she she became pregnant. And at the time, um, I I don't know if you all remember um, was this early eighty mid eighties um, a couple movies. This shows you how much the media influences us. But uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, um, and in in that. Um, there was a young lady that got pregnant and she ended up having an abortion. Um, and what that said to me was it was no big deal because she was dropped off. She had it, went on with her life. Um, which is unfortunate because that's the media influences us tremendously. And whatever they, it's kind of like whatever they say is okay is okay. And so, um, she had an abortion and really didn't think much about it. Um, and then, I guess about a little over a year later, we actually ended up getting married. And um, and then two years after that, uh, I had my first child, my son. And um, I guess maybe a couple more years went by. And then it really started sinking in, you know, what I'd done for the first time. And it was it was a great awakening, um, and it it wasn't a small thing, inconsequential. And then I began to have great guilt and sorrow and regret, and it it just ate me up. And I know. I think, I think men are considered, 
number one, you're supposed to, you know, we're supposed to suck it up and, and not have emotion and it's not your body and you didn't go through it. So you don't have any, any say or any, shouldn't have any feelings. And, but that's not true. It's, it's not true. And I would, um, I would pray and ask for forgiveness and it took, you know, I would pray and ask for forgiveness and then, you know, maybe a year later do it again. And it's like, not really understanding that, you know, when God forgives, he forgives. But I just felt like because it's how I felt, I still felt bad. I felt guilty that I needed to ask for forgiveness again. And it was, so I, honestly, it, it was really, it tormented me. Believe it or not, it did um, for almost 30 years. And it, it just, it was agonizing. I didn't voice it to anybody because I mean it's not a popular subject you know you can't just start talking with your co-workers and you know hey by the way you know um, so fall of 2016 uh, a man by the name of Jimmy Pitcannon love him to death he's a great man he came to our church and was talking about abortion and this group, this organization called Deeper Still, which I'd never heard of. And you you don't have a lot of talk and conversation uh, about this stuff. I had, um, so, so, you know, you're sitting there and he's finished and then he goes out and, you know, like out in the lobby and has you know, a little table with materials, but you don't really want to run to the table because yeah, everybody's like, obviously everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing there. huh? Um, so I kind of waited around and, you know, went to the bathroom and I don't know, took out the garbage or something, whatever. <laughs> and so everybody was gone and he was packing up. And I was like, okay. And so I, I just knew I had to talk to him. I, I had to. And then that's when he told me about Deeper Still and I was, and gave me some some info on it. And I I knew that I was I was going to attend, but actually because of my schedule and at the time they they were only having one or two uh, retreats a year at that time. So it was actually a year from that, from that time. Um, you want me to keep going? Or, okay. Um, so I, I, I went in the fall of, I'm sorry, it was the fall of 2016 that I actually went. But um, I tell you, the, the enemy, the devil, Satan, he, he didn't want me to go because he he was just making me feel like I didn't deserve um, any of it, any forgiveness. Um, that actually, I remember. I remember going to the retreat. It was a Friday. It was Friday evening, Saturday and Sunday, and he was throwing everything at me, mostly that. All the women there 
we're going to hate my guts because somehow I'm the problem. You know, I represent the problem. And I think that's a problem with a lot of our society is how people are, are represented. And I just, I'm the type of person that I get scared just like anybody else, but I'll, I'll be darned if I'm going to, it's going to stop me. Just like I'm sitting here now, I'm a little nervous. You know, it's doing good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to let it stop me because I think there's a, an important message. Um, and somebody here or somebody online may, may need to hear it. Um, so I, I kept going. I was there. And I was, I, like I said, I was a little fearful until I got inside and the volunteers, everybody's volunteers, everybody, all the volunteers, at least back then, had been either the females had had an abortion or the males had had been through the abortion, every single one of them. So they understood it was nothing, it was not, we don't understand, we're going to judge you. It was, there was absolutely no judgment and they made me feel welcome and then there was, I think, 23 women and two of us men. So we felt a little outnumbered, but um, for sure. And I was, I was a little, a little leery, you know, like I said, because of that. But honestly, um, none of the the female participants, um, obviously, none of the volunteers. They never judged. And actually, I, I became, I, I, let me back, I think what I got the feeling, and actually a couple of the women actually came up to me and said they're actually glad that I was there because it, I don't know, they, rather than seeing uh, me as the, the perpetrator, they were, it's like they wish more men would come, you know, um, because I think men, I can only speak for men, but we, we tend to hold everything inside because we, we have to fix things, you know, and it's weakness if we admit that we need fixing men. I want all you men to hear that because we do need fixing guys and don't be ashamed or afraid, or even if you are afraid, still reach out you know and so it was a it was a great weekend and um they they're on the ball they have their their act together they you don't just sit around and and you know sing kumbaya or anything like that i mean they have they have their agenda and that's a good not in a bad way but they have their their plan and they and they work it and every single one of the volunteers are wonderful i mean it, it really surprised me you know i thought well you know sure they have to or whatever but i mean they were they were so genuine that was the thing they weren't you never got a sense of, of phoniness and i say all that because it goes a long way to how you feel how you what you get out of it and so bef- prior to going there, I had finally felt that God forgave me, but I didn't forgive myself. 
And that was the big that was the big problem, the big catch. And so Friday we we did what they did. And I don't I don't want to tell you go into detail because anybody that you know might happen to go, there's little surprises and stuff and some different things and and I it's just something you have to experience as you go. So and then Saturday was a full day and up at the Saturday, you know, I wanted to feel something. You know, I thought so Saturday evening came, and I thought, well, you know, I'm feeling a lot more at ease, and I know things are working, but I'm still not really, something hadn't clicked. And then Saturday, or Sunday morning, we got up, had had a church service, and that kind of led into what we did kind of the, to wrap it up. And that is honestly when something something clicked, and I tell you what, um, and I'm somebody who, who doesn't just automatically say, "Oh yeah, I'm 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 better," you know, just because it's kind of expected of me. But I can honestly say that Sunday that something clicked, and I I promise you, I've never I've never been the same since. I, I, I absolutely, Amen. And I don't say that lightly because I do. I will not say that you know something's changed just because I think somebody wants to hear that. But I, I do. I, I sincerely, I know that something changed, and I not only was I positive for once in my life that God had forgiven me, but I finally forgave myself, which is a huge deal. I mean, can we all not agree that we beat ourselves up and we won't, it's hard to forgive ourselves, you know? And I think a lot of that is the enemy, the enemy who doesn't want us to forgive ourselves, who wants us to be miserable in our lives, in our relationships. And so it was a great weekend and I can't say enough for about deeper still and I would encourage anybody male or female who has been through abortion and I know it's it's rough and I know it's constantly in the news and I I won't speak to that but if it's already happened absolutely seek out deeper still and we will definitely be posting on our website when uh, events are coming up I know that they have a couple of events scheduled in the in the near future, so we'll be posting those so that those who want to uh, apply to participate in something like that, you can do that. Um, I thought it was, I don't know if you want to give away one secret, the secret when the Lord spoke to you about your child, do you, you feel comfortable? Sure, sure. I, I yeah. just thought that was so sweet. Absolutely. Um, at one point... Um, there, there's they give you opportunities to you're in the group and then you can be by yourself. They have a huge wraparound porch with rocking chairs, by the way, just in case you want to know. Um, but it, one of the things they do is um, try to to I don't know how to put it um, get the name of your child. I know it might sound weird, but it really wasn't the way it, it worked out. 
And it's amazing because there again, I, w- I wanted to say, yeah, sure, I heard something or whatever. But they they give us kind of time to meditate. And um, it was amazing. I, I, I did. I clearly heard the Lord say that I had that it was a son and his name was Jacob. And I don't, like I said, I, I, I'm not someone that, that, you know, I believe everything that comes my way. But you know how you know when you just know you don't have to explain it. You don't. You don't care if anybody understands it, and that's how that. That's how that happened. And it was I. <clears throat> okay, guys. Whether you want to admit it or not, we cry, don't we? Yes, I cried. And here was what was funny. I, I didn't tell you this, but I, I just remembered it. Jimmy Pitcannon, big old guy. While I was in the midst of this. And I was crying. He come up to me. I was in one of the rocking chairs. He come up to me and he says something about, um, "Well, did you? Well, did you? Did you get the name?" And I was right in the middle of. It. I was like, "Not now, not now." <laughs> I just could. I, it was just. It was so great. It was. It was. It was so peaceful, and I didn't want to disturb it. So, and he and he he respected that. Um, but that's yeah. awesome, man. Thank you so much for sharing this story. Uh, one of the things that Keith has a heart for, and his wife, I believe, as well. Um, and this is uh, so he, the first marriage ended, yes. um, not by choice, and then the second marriage here is is really a godsend in the way that they are working together. They have the same heart for ministry, and Keith really has a desire to uh, be able to to travel some and to talk to different groups about what his story is and what he's gone through. And so we want to pray for that for him, if that's the Lord's will, that the Lord would open doors of opportunity. But before that, if you don't mind, Keith, just pray for the, for the men of this church, for everyone, but for the men of the church, that we would be more willing to be open and honest when we need help and to get that help. Would you do that? Okay. Lord, Thank you for this beautiful day, and thank you for this this time to get together and worship. We appreciate appreciate everything that you do for us, everything you provide for us. Thank you for loving us so much that you never give up on us, even when we give up on ourselves. I just want to pray for the men here today and all the men that are watching. And I pray that you would just minister to them, minister to their souls and their spirits and show them how how loved they are and just let them know that it's okay to be human, it's okay to feel, it's okay to express those feelings regardless of what society tells us because this is what keeps men secluded from from everybody this is what this is what is hurting men and we need men right now to lead lead in families to lead this country and we know that the enemy wants to destroy families and how does he do that he separates the men from the families and lord i just pray that 
you would stand in that in that gap, stand in between the enemy and these men, Lord, and give them strength and courage and wisdom, and just give them the ability to show how they feel. And I just pray for, I pray for the women as well, because we all know that that it's hard for the women as well. It's hard for all of us. And we all need you. We need your love and protection and guidance and wisdom. And we thank you for giving us a way to talk to you directly through Jesus Christ. We just thank you. Thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord, we thank you for Keith and Lucinda and their calling to reach people who are in the margins, who have been through very difficult scenarios and need help, need an answer, need a lifeline. And so, Father, I pray that you continue to lead them and guide them uh, in your purpose. Thank you for strengthening their marriage. I thank you, Lord, that uh, that they complement each other in so many ways. And, Father, I just pray that Again, that you would open doors for them and for Keith to be able to share his story with men uh, in prison in many different uh, stages of life, Lord, that they would be able to hear this truth. And even if they haven't experienced the very same thing that he's experienced, that they would understand maybe for the first time that it's okay to admit the fact that you need help. And so, Lord, we pray for that. We pray for strength for them. We pray for uh, protection. We pray for good health and, and that you would provide everything that they need to be able to fulfill your purpose. And thank you for allowing them to be here with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let me pray over you now. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayer team will be up here if you need prayer. Yep, we've got one more minute right here. Just, I'm sorry. We'll finish up. All right. Um, Off script, I just want to share something. A word that God had given me a couple weeks ago, literally one word, indifference. There, He showed me that there is a spirit of indifference that has fallen upon our country, if not the whole world, in the last two years. And it's very sitting very heavy, and I think we can all relate to that. Yeah. Where, where everybody's indifferent to everything. Yeah. Do, do you not see it in your daily routine? I mean, it, there's indifference, and I think aware we need to be aware of that and need to pray that's against that spirit. Yes. Pray for our Holy Spirit for God yes. to. To get rid of that because it is, it's very destructive. I mean, in a in a passive way, right? It's like, nah, I don't care. I'm indifferent, and it affects us. We've talked about it. It's noticeable, and I just pray that that um, you would notice it and pray pray about it. And that's all. Thank you. Amen. Goes right along with, yeah, good. The goes along with what we talked about earlier, doesn't it? Yeah, same, same type of thing. So God is speaking 
Let's hear him, right? Let's hear him before we hear the, the hooves of the army coming down upon us. Let's hear him and acknowledge him and repent and follow after him.